You're listening to One Bright Star's Life After Loss, a podcast that's focused on the lifelong journey of life after loss with your hosts, Erica Fisher and Alicia Moore. One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Burkholz and Associates. And now, One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. Hello and welcome to One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. I'm Executive Director Erica Fisher. And President Alicia Moore. Hello, Alicia. Hi, Erica. I'm so glad to see you. It's good to see you too. (laughs) It's been a while since we've gotten together, just the two of us, to chat about One Bright Star and all the wonderful things that we're doing. And Yes, we've had some just amazing guests this last, oh, geez, month, month and a half. And so we really appreciate those parents that have reached out. And I think you said that you try to contact some people that have mentioned they'd right. be interested and schedule them, but you've actually had I people. I have had to. Yeah, people have reached out to us to be guests on our podcast, which I think is amazing because that means that they're ready to share their journey and to give other people help as well. So Absolutely. And some of these amazing parents that we've just met in the last uh, month or two have actually put in applications um, for our board. Yes, um, we have a full board. I, I want to say that we really have a full board and wonderful people joining us. And um, I, th- I really think that our board is complete. It's it awesome. Is. Yeah. It's, it's really nice. It's great to see um, people that are, like you said, ready to share. Um, we, You and I learn something every time we visit with a guest. Absolutely. And, and we're so appreciative of their time. And then when they reach out and they share with us that they've actually benefited from something that we're doing, um, not that we feel like um, our efforts are not being um, noticed or we we know our whys. Right. But we need that. They, I feel like moms, dads, parents, whomever is experiencing that loss, that they need to, we talked to one mom and she said, I wasn't there yet. I wasn't ready. And now I was ready. And she sent me a text with praying hands. And she's like, I needed this. It felt so good. Yes. And that's what I love to hear. And that's what I want out of this podcast is, you know, self-healing is part of the journey of grief. And, you know, that you need to heal. And so many people will benefit. I know I've benefited from their their stories, their journey. And I have as well. And I, other people will comment. And even if it just touches one person, it yep. has helped someone else know that they're not alone or that they need to give themselves time and they need to be kinder to themselves. And just the losses that people experience that we just don't appreciate what other people are going through. Right. And so just locally, um, to know that we have these these parents. And, um, and we're really close to getting a dad. Possibly one of our last speakers on oh, the last oh, three weeks or so thought that maybe her husband would be willing to oh, come in. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I, I should send him a little note right. encouraging. Right. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Everybody, everybody handles it differently. Some mm-hmm. people want to or are okay talking about it, but like you pointed out, some people just aren't ready to get to that point, and that's okay. We hope to be around for quite a while but we've just we've really appreciated the people that have come in and I think that the podcast is a great addition to 
some of the resources that One Bright Star has been able to offer. Absolutely. So I definitely agree. So if you are interested in being a guest on our podcast, please reach out to me or Alicia, um, director at onebrightstar.org, excuse me. Um, and we will definitely love to have you as a guest on our podcast and hear your journey and send your love and all the well wishes you can to all the other parents out there going through the same thing. And so um, one of the things, when we talked last time, Erica, we were um, we visited a little bit, obviously, about our podcast and some things we had coming up. And our comfort coffee is back yes. going again, Back correct? again, yep. Okay. Um, our board member, Deb, is running that. And she absolutely loves it. And I think I think we're getting, you know, some new faces and which is great because our community needs to come together and this is just another outlet for, you know, for parents to get together and talk about the death of their child. And connect with someone else. Um, that has gone through it, that can yep. relate. They can walk in the room. And for anyone out there that's thinking about Comfort Coffee, do know that it's very, it's a small, somewhat intimate group of people, but casual. Very casual. I mean, when you walk in, you don't have to say much of anything. You don't everyone have to say just, anything at all. Exactly. Everyone just knows that you're there because either you have uh, lost a child or lost some, you know, most of it's parents that have lost children. And it doesn't matter the age um, or that you know someone else. Maybe you're coming to get information or to kind of help someone. Someone, Maybe you're an aunt or a grandmother. Yeah. But feel feel free and please feel welcomed because that's what I'm hearing from some of our board members that attend the Comfort Coffee is that some people will come and maybe they won't say much and then maybe they'll come to another one a few months down the road, and then they'll share a little bit. But the one thing I do know from the Comfort Coffees are the parents that have attended have connected. And then there's this bond. And, new friends. Yes, new friends. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a connection that, that they really needed. They needed someone that understood where they've been, what they're dealing with or what they're trying to deal with now, and where they want to go and how, how they want to get there. And they, right. they can walk together in that. So... So um, yeah, Comfort Coffee um, is a great outlet. Uh, they they meet the fourth Tuesday of every month from nine a.m. until ten p.m. ish um, at the Courtyard by Marriott in Mankato. And if you want any more information on that, you can definitely check out our Facebook page, our our website, onebrightstar.org, or you can email me at director at onebrightstar.org. I've given our email a lot today, but <laughs> that's all right. Just in case, that's all right. That's definitely. <laughs> Right. And something else that we have coming up then, um, Erica, that we did want to talk about today, too, is one of our favorite events that you and I have, a service yes. event. And it's the first event that I ever attended um, Me too. for One Bright Star. And I came to support a friend. And that's how I found out about One Bright Star. And that's our fall memorial service. My favorite, too. Yes, definitely. Um, the fall memorial service is September, is it 26th? 26th, yes. Which is a Sunday, and it's at our memorial site at Ray Erlinson Park in Mankato. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful day. Well, I hope it's a beautiful day. It's rained on us, but we've made it happen as well. So, um, But it's a great way to go there and hold hands with each other, you know, maybe 
<laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> Depends. Well, this right. year we're planning. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. last year we couldn't have it. Right. But this year, um, and we always have a tent. So if the rain comes, we hope that we're we're fine and we can still have it. The service usually goes from like one to three. Mm, yeah. About Does that, that sound I, right? It seem, maybe. Maybe not even that long. Maybe not that long. But it's but what's what I say the one to three people come. And it's very casual. You do not have to RSVP. No. This is something that if you wake up that day and you feel like you have the energy to do it, please come and bring anyone. Um, We have families. We have um, single people that come. We have maybe just a couple that will come. We have families of 10. They will bring grandma and grandpa, maybe some aunts and some other uh, nieces and nephews. And we'll have a registration table because we want people to... Um, well, we really would like to be able to get information so that we can make sure we send you future um, dates and events that we have. But more importantly, we have a card that we have the parents fill out. Yep. And they write down their child's name and then a message that they would like to um, to have read. I love that we added that message. Part. I do, too. I really do. It's so much more meaningful. And it's, and it's very mm-hmm. personalized and... And then the other thing that's really neat, I just love, is that we have that rice paper. Yes. And so then we have another table that families can go and write a message to their loved one. And then we have um, lots of space under the tent, and our service usually starts with an opening prayer, I believe. Right. And then we um, we just have like a quick um, songs. We always have a few songs, and the music is amazing. In fact, mm-hmm. I believe that... Do we have Arthur back again? We have Arthur back. I I talked to Arthur's mom and yes. asked if he would commit. So and I mean, he's our harpist, yes. right? And he is amazing. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. I could listen to it for hours. I know. I know. <laughs> it's just so touching. And how old is Arthur? I want to say he's 17. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So this will, he played one other year for us. Yes. And uh, he did his big debut for us at our um, service, and we had a lot of positive feedback, and he was just wonderful. He was. And, and then we have another, usually we have a vocalist, and we'll have a special song. We will have um, just a real short um, speaker. Yep. And it's usually someone that will talk a little bit about maybe um, remembering a loved one, right. honoring. Um, we try to keep everything short and sweet because the main point is that we then want to do the the names. The names, and then we'll have you come up and we give you a flower. You can take your flowers with you or you can leave them at the memorial next to your child's plaque um, and then drop the rice paper off. And we also have... Um, they're really homing pigeons, but I call them doves because that sounds prettier and more elegant. <laughs> we always have a fun laugh about that. Right. Um, but it's really, it's a beautiful event and it's a beautiful way to honor and remember those children that were taken from us too soon. Yes. When the names are read, the families um, will come up and they, what they say is that when their child, when your child passes, you don't want anyone to forget them. You want to hear their name. Yes. And that's why it's so important that day when we read their name and then the families can come up and just like Erica said, and then families will, we always have a rose for the folks that are there. And then usually we have everyone just kind of go around the memorial site. And if you don't have a plaque 
or a paver, that's fine too. You, We just want people to go around and then they usually just kind of observe yep. and pay um, special attention to all the the kiddos um, that are on the wall and the pavers that we have there. And then just like Erica said, we always end the event with the doves. And yes, the doves. they're just awesome. And we let the, the doves out, and then they kind of make their swoop around and the homing pigeons, yep. doves. <laughs> yeah, but it's always just a very touching yeah. touching moment. And then, um, and then we end just with a little reception. We just have some cookies and some coffee or mm-hmm. juice or whatever. And, um, and folks maybe linger a little bit and visit. And some people, it's a, it's kind of, it's a, it can be, um, an emotional event, but yet, uh, people feel good about it because they're just, honoring your memory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just like you might have your child's, um, you know, first communion, or you might have a birthday party or something. This is the event that they go for their child that's no longer with them, but that they right. remember all the time. And so we... It's, yeah, it's it. I think th- that being my first event going to, that's when I realized, because I was like, wow, look at all these people. This yes. is so great that all these people showed up. And then it hit me, oh, all these people, they've lost somebody they've lost a child close to them or their own child and to see all the people come together as a community that's really that's really 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 cool I think it is it it does make you feel that you are not alone when you look around all these people like you said are here because they've lost a child or they've been impacted by the loss of a child right and so for that moment, you remember, um, you you don't feel alone, and then it does give you an opportunity sometimes to 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 meet and connect with other people. And so we just it's it's always the last Sunday in September typically, and it's one of our best events. And so it works. Agreed. It, it is. Um, it's what do I want to say? Um, a labor of love. When we put it together, our whole board usually tries to be there because it's something that everyone really enjoys. Mm-hmm. And and we do have, um, as you and I've shared before, Erica, you and I do not. Um, we haven't had the um, loss of a child. Correct. We've been spared. We're very fortunate. We have several board members that are there to honor their children, and so we try to give them that space too. Right. Give them that time to be there for what they're there for. Exactly, Mm -hmm. exactly. So if if you're kind of, uh, you know, thinking that maybe you'd like to find out a little bit more about One Bright Star, please mark on your calendars um, Sunday, September 26th. Yep. And look for more information, as Erica mentioned, on Facebook or on our um, website. And I'll send out Save the Dates to... And that sounds really good. And you yeah. send those, save the dates to people that are on our mailing list. Correct. Right. Okay. And so, and if someone is new, then they can just kind of watch the Facebook and that's how they'll get mm-hmm. the information. And if they ever want to get on the mailing list, they just need to reach out to you. Right. Okay. Perfect. Correct. All right. So let's see, what else do we have going on? Um, I can tell you that we've been busy for even being, I mean, we're just starting to open back up. Right. With- because of due to the pandemic and everything, but um, I feel like we're one bright star is has great things happening. You know, we we've 
developed relationships with a lot of great people and a lot of other organizations that have that want to come together as a community. Yes. I feel like we are doing, um, we are, one of our strategic plan um, initiatives is always to get our star symbol out there and to talk about one right. bright star. And I feel like, I know, Erica, you just did a radio ad and um, I can't even remember what station it was on, but I happened to hear it. And it's just a community um, informative. Right. And Through Radio Mankato. Radio Mankato. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it just lets people know about One Bright Star. And I feel like our name is getting out there. And when, when I mention it to people that I'm going to do a podcast for One Bright Star, I feel like people recognize it. And they'll say, you know, I, I've heard of that. Yeah. And our symbol is out there. And just like you say on that on the on the radio, um, the little uh, ad that you mentioned that you know if you see someone with that star symbol, you know that that means that they are honoring a loved one. You know, ask about it, mm-hmm. and um, and and be there because as a community we want to come together and we want to support um, people that have gone through this. And when you mention the uh, great things that we've been doing. One of the, we had talked about the memorial service. We also have our memorial site, obviously, yes. up there. And Erica and um, and her husband have been doing a lot of work up there. Well, you and your, and, and your husband, too. Gotta and love that, Marvin. <laughs> we, had, um, our, we had another board member, and she had to, had to step down, and she did an amazing job she up did, there yes. at our memorial site. And we are so thankful that we now have the pond running this year. And um, the pump is working, and everything looks great. Crystal clear water. It is. It (laughs) is. And who do we have to thank for getting that pond cleaned out this spring? Doug Peterson. Yes. On the spot cleaning? I believe that's that's who it is. That's who it is. Yes. Um, Yeah, Doug, he got that pond spick and span. It looked good. And, and yes, yes, and he he helped us out in a pinch when we we needed to get that done, and then we were able to get everything going. And one of the things that we had been working on for a while was um, getting some better security yes, up at the yes. memorial site. And we're thankful to to report that um, with great donations and the money that we raised from our celebration of life this year, because that was our project. We wanted mm-hmm. people to know what we were trying to focus the funds um, on. And we, with um, in conjunction with the city, have been able to get um, infrared security cameras up there. Yes, because unfortunately, unfortunately, we did experience a good bit of vandalism um, up at the memorial, which was absolutely heartbreaking. So hopefully with the cameras up there it'll help we have the police monitoring more and we we do ask i do have a favor to ask of my friends in the community if we could if you could help us keep an eye on that memorial if you're walking with your dog or your kids riding the butt your bike um if you see anybody up there that's maybe i don't know causing a ruckus up there please reach out to us or the the police department because this is the memorial is a place where a safe place a quiet place where people can go to honor remember and just sometimes they need to just sit up there and talk you know and to their their child and it's really a beautiful place and we want to keep it 
beautiful and sacred for them. And so please, 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 if you see anybody up there that is climbing on the star, you know, doing whatever, please let us know because we want to keep this place special. We want the memorial to stay special and to... Yeah. Right. It is very disheartening. Sorry, I get emotional. About it is. That. <laughs> it's it's been really frustrating. We've had um it's disheartening to know that people go up there and do it and we weren't sure what was happening when but to find out with our security cameras now when the police and we're talking to them about they said that they even watch adults read the sign that says please stay off the star and respect this site. And they still get on with their skateboards or they still walk on the star. Yes, yes, yes. And so it's really, really disheartening. And and we really would like to just let people know that this is, as you said, it's a sacred special place mm-hmm. for families to go. And we want to be able to keep that um, safe. We want to keep it um, secure. And so, and Erica has been doing a great job. We are looking into, if you ever go up there and see that we have a few plaques that have some scratches and that stuff, we are fully aware. Right. And we're working on getting things replaced and, um, and making sure that everything looks just perfect. So that when families go up there, that they are being able to just focus on remembering their child and not being concerned about anything else up there. Right. I met with, um, the, the, our vendor who makes the plaques for us and then the actual company that makes them, um, they were all on board for helping us out and getting these fixed and replaced. And there's some that just have sun fading and we're getting all of that fixed. We're, we are going to do it after the memorial though because the purpose of the memorial is to recognize your child who has a plaque or, you know, if they do have a plaque that they can you can see that that day and we'll uh, we'll send out information more about that when we do so you're not going up there and wondering where are all these plaques right right but we're we're doing great things and i honestly want to say thank you to the community and all to the wonderful supporters that we have um board members alicia you've been great and yeah, it's just we're we're doing great things and I think we're moving in the right direction to continue with our mission. Perfect. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for all you um folks that are listening and and sharing feedback. That that helps and if anyone has any suggestions, please let us know that too. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, we hope to see you next time on One Bright Stars Life After Last podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast. Life After Loss is a copyrighted production of One Bright Star. One Bright Star's Life After Loss podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Burkholz and Associates. For more information on the lifelong journey after losing a loved one, please visit our website at onebrightstar.org.